Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 22 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. We are here on a Monday night. As we speak, the Washington Nationals are on the brink of elimination. Some of our football teams rebounded a little bit, and one football team in particular has hit rock fucking bottom. Let's get to it, boys. Probably next week. (laughs) I am Todd, joined as always by uh, Mr. Jeremy, who you just heard. Jeremy, how are you? Not bad, boys. Had a relatively productive day and ready to talk some shit about a couple of assholes. Oh, let's get right to it. Mr. Jerry, what I, say you? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh-huh. morons. I mean, even on a day where we should celebrate that Jay Gruden is fired, they still fuck it up. Yeah. It's, decisions, I have absolutely no idea what they're doing. So last week, we uh, we did our Caps preview. We attempted to do the old compliment sandwich with the you know positive Caps talk up front. We completely took a dump on our football teams in the middle, and it was all deserved. And then we finished it off with some positive Nats talk and an outlook. Today, we're going to go the opposite. It's a fucking dumpster fire in Ashburn. It's god-awful. The fact that Gruden is gone was a foregone conclusion. We all knew that was going to happen. It is only a little tiny, tiny piece of the issue there. Um, and Bruce Allen today said that the culture there is damn fine. Um, I don't know what Fucking planet he's moron, on. Moron. But the culture is the exact reason they are in the situation they are in now. So, you know, there it is. Jay Gruden's gone. Bruce Callahan come, uh, comes in as the uh, uh, de facto interim head coach. Uh, he's got experience. Great. Um but it's it's not going to make a difference this season. This season is completely lost, and you know we move on. So what what do we make of where we are right now? Is there absolutely anything that's worth thinking of positively in the next eleven game weeks for the Redskins? Um, no, uh, there's a lot to talk about, but I don't think it was positive. So. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. There's a lot of talking points, but I, I I it's very disheartening as a fan, and 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 I am a fan of the Redskins, and I will continue to be as a curse as it appears to be sometimes, but fuck is this depressing. I have a beer. That's positive. <laughs> yeah, that is very positive. <laughs> Cheers to that. Uh, Jerry, you look like, uh, you. I don't know. It, it, I, I think we are all equally as, as just fed up, dysfunctional franchise, you know, has given us nothing, you know, nothing but shit points to talk about. And here we are again. Well, there are a bunch of fucking idiots over there. And I don't know if they're idiots per se, but they're idiots because their arrogance yeah. mm-hmm. has no bounds. Arrogance or ignorance. And I think it is arrogance more than ignorance. But I either mean, way, fuck them. I mean, Bruce Allen has now become Baghdad Bob. You remember that guy during the Iraq War? Yes, I Everything's do. fine. Everything's fine. We're going to kill the infidels as like the entire country <laughs> is surrounded by the Allied troops and they're limited to like a, an airport, right? Bruce Allen is that guy. He wants to... How does he have the audacity... To say that they are a winning culture or a winning organization and they're a blue blood and they're an elite and they're the culture is wonderful. You're a nobody wants to coach for you. Nobody wants to play for you. Your captain is sitting out because your your organization's a clusterfuck. Yeah. You're the laughing stock of the NFL. You're the most unlikable team in sports. It's a joke. It's an absolute and utter joke. And this was an a great opportunity to fire Jay Gruden, bring in whomever you want. Fine. If the kid's not ready to, to be the head coach, at least he's calling plays. Right. Bill Callahan can come and say all the right things. I call him Bruce Callahan. Oh, right. fuck, who, who the fuck cares at this point? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just a retread in, coach. He's not doing anything. The anyway. season, I don't care. <laughs> but, but for him to come out and say, we still have 11 games to play and we're thinking playoffs, or even if to infer it, you're a fucking idiot. And, and, by not playing Dwayne Haskins, you're telling me he's not even good enough to even see if he's good enough. I think that's the case, unfortunately. Well, then don't fucking draft him. Uh, I think that's what Jay was saying. 
Yeah. Well, then fucking get rid of him and be shitty and draft Fromm from Georgia next year because Dwayne Haskins is a bust. If he's not even good enough to see if he's good enough, then fucking get rid of him. You know, I mean, what a fucking joke. You have 11 games to see if the kid's any good. Yep. The wins and losses don't fucking matter. No, they because I got care less. I got news for you. This day and age, we have measurables on everything. We have stats coming out our ass on everything. They are the worst. Among other things. The worst team in the NFL, and it's not close. They are worse statistically in so many categories than Miami. Everybody's like, oh, Miami's the worst team in football. Miami I, has a fucking plan, and correct. Miami is realistic. I, I, I completely agree with you. The fucking Redskins are the worst organization of sports yeah. because they are unrealistic, and they live in this fantasy land that they can throw fucking Joe Gibbs' name out every once in a while, and people are going to remember the good fucking days. Yep. Fuck that shit. I love Joe Gibbs, but he's gone. Right. He ain't coming back. You know, it's just a fucking joke. I agree with that. Four billion percent. I know it's not <laughs> mathematically possible. I'm just saying. Um, I, you know, you're almost being positive, and I, I can't even say anything that positive. I, they, they, it's, it's a joke. Um, I think from what I've been hearing, you know, trying to not go on a complete rant because that's all I really want to do. But uh, you know, with Haskins, I think you know he's not ready. Ninety percent of the people in that building knew he wasn't ready. The ten percent that mattered is Snyder, so they drafted him anyway. And now they're screwed. Now, the thing is, though, I don't think he's a bust yet. I think he's got a shot. But I think what, you know, and I was listening to Hoffman talk about it today. He said, it's not even a problem. He said, oh, just limit the playbook. It'll be no problem. Well, he said, he said, the playbook isn't even the problem with him. He said, it's reading defenses. He's not ready to go out there and read an NFL defense. He hadn't had to do it before. He needs to sit. And they should not have drafted him in the first round. I love Haskins. I thought it was a good pick. But apparently, it was not the right pick for this team at this time. Well, if... That's true. Then I don't love Haskins because you're telling me I'm 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 conceding to you. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad, right? It doesn't matter if you throw two picks to one interception or two picks to one touchdown. I don't give a fuck. You have no pressure on you. Right. Go out and check down. Go out and throw the ball to the fucking tight end. You're telling me he's not even good enough to do that? Name one time in NFL history that a team has tanked the season. And their first round picks not even good enough to fucking play. It's not like you're saying he's not ready because we need to win games and he's not ready to win games. I fucking get it, right? He's not ready to do that. He's not ready to go in and lose and just try to get better. He's not ready to go in and try to read a fucking defense. What is he fucking 15 years old? What? This is bullshit, dude. It's Throw the fucking bullshit. kid in. And if he's not good enough to go in just to see if he can play, then he fucking obviously is really sucks, and he shouldn't even have been drafted. Shouldn't even have been drafted in the first three rounds. You telling me Carter Minshew is better than him? That yes. kid's a fuck. Well, he's a fucking seventh round pick. Are you? I mean, he played more. Are you telling me that Haskins is undraftable? No, I just he shouldn't have been drafted by a team that needed a quarterback in the first round. That makes no fucking sense. Well, it, I agree. <laughs> I, I I went on my rant back in the preseason about how I hated. I continue to hate that coaching fraternity in the NFL that treats their job as rocket science. That's fucking bullshit. You figure out your personnel, and you figure out a game plan to get the most out of your personnel. And if the best you can do with a personnel grouping is five or six wins, that's the best you can do. This team should probably win five or six games. They might not win any. So was Gruden the problem? Again, very, very small piece of it. But he is part of that coaching fraternity that is so fucking arrogant that they can't give opportunities to players and think long term. And you you just nailed it. I I could make a case that Haskins should absolutely play the next eleven games to see exactly what you have, what his growth potential is in those eleven games and where it can go from there. So you have a pretty decent baseline of what you're gonna do with your draft pick, which could be the first or second one in the draft. And that's fucking huge, right? Because that determines what route you're going to go down with a quarterback potentially for the next five to ten years. So, so this isn't just, oh, man, yeah, the playbook's too big for him. He can't read defenses. Either, to your point, Jerry, either they completely and utterly fucked up by taking him in the first round, which, by the way, a bunch of teams were going to take him after them, or I get the impression that nobody in Redskins Park has a clue about talent evaluation or how to apply it. No, it's, it's, there is no reasonable argument 
to say he shouldn't play the next 11 games. I agree with you. Because I don't give a fuck if he's ready. That's why you play him the next 11 games. He's good enough to go in and make one read, and if the fucking ball's not, if the guy's not open, throw it away. He's good enough to do that. A high school kid can do that. I get it, man. He can't sit back and read and diagnose and all that shit. He's not going to have time to do that shit anyway. He is good enough to do it. And it's, there is, there, in my mind, there is absolutely no reasonable argument other than you don't want to see him get hit and you don't want to see him fail because it may hurt his little psyche. Fuck that, dude. Put your big boy pants on. If you suck the first year, you're just like Peyton Manning. Go get better. Sure. God, it makes no fucking sense. You're not playing for wins. It doesn't matter if he goes 0-11. There is a long line of quarterbacks in this league in very recent memory that either didn't play as a rookie or got the shit kicked out of them their rookie year that turned out to be brilliant. Jesus. And somehow we've got somebody who, by league standards, was very talented as he was high on everybody's draft board, fell to us, we took him, and that, well, we don't see practice. We don't see what he can and can't do. Fuck all that. Half of these practices are a goddamn waste of time. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Isn't that what coaching is? You yes. Say, hey, Dwayne, we're not expecting you to do a lot. We don't have a lot of talent around you, so we're going to play within our system, and this is what we want you to do. Yeah. And if you throw an interception, it's fine. We're going to come back. We're going to coach you up. Right. You know. And we want you to get, throw the ball to McLaurin on this route, and if he's not open, dump it. Right. Right? And we're going to run the ball a lot, and we're going to get you snaps. And Chris Thompson may have 12 catches on checkdowns, and that's perfectly fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I don't understand what the problem is with that. Jerry, you were saying essentially exactly what I'm thinking. I mentioned to Todd briefly when I was talking to him. You know what? Yeah. Instead of having three routes, you have two or one. I don't care. Start with one. Start with basically zero. It's just there's one play. You make it or you chuck it out of bounds. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I think that's what they should actually do. But, and I, I really, you know, because you know me, I'm not overly critical except for Bruce and Dan. Fuck them. They suck. But <laughs> um, this would, that's about the only benefit you can possibly bring out of this season is to make Haskins more ready. That's the only benefit you can have. Yep. You, you can't tell me Bill Callahan doesn't want to play him. You can't tell me this is not a Bruce Allen, we're not putting the kid out there to embarrass him. Well, that's funny because that might be, did they do a 180? Dan and Bruce from we need our golden boy to play to oh shit he'll get killed we'll look really really stupid so we can't play him now because there's no reason not <laughs> I mean, logically yeah. I understand yeah. man if you were no, in the playoff I'm, hunt yeah. I'm and so there was with you. there was something to play for there's absolutely nothing to play for no. if I'm the Redskins I'm trading Trent Williams I'm trading Brandon Sheriff anybody's on the fucking table why for me why would you trade Trent Williams I can't imagine why you would want to do that we are we are fire sale now man we're we should be tanking. Right? Dude, no, we can't anybody. do that right because we're not, hey, if culture's okay. I trade Ryan Kerrigan. I trade anybody that anybody wants to give me stuff for because we're going to do a do over. Yep. So, so that was that was my exact thought. Was this is the, this is truly the time for Control Alt Delete? Just shut everything down, restart it up. We'll do it twice. <laughs> um, but you, but as long as Bruce fucking Allen is in the building, it doesn't matter. Because there is no true hard reset at that point. And even if you did that with him still at the helm, it would just be rebooting to the same exact screen. And it's possible. Possible. The team could actually play better if you shorten the playbook up and run the ball with Adrian Peterson. Ding, 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 ding. And give him short passes and, you know, get a tight end who can actually fucking run without getting hit. Oh, they signed some guy to day like Hunter. Hales or Hengels or something. It doesn't matter who, right? But let him run a couple, you know, and play conservative. And, you know, maybe that fucking helps the defense out. Now, I get it. You can't run the ball when you're down by 10. And the skins were always down by multiple touchdowns. Right. I mean, they they were getting boat raced early on. You know, they were they were up big on Philly. They were up 7-0 on on New England. They were up, it was close at halftime. They could have been running the ball, and they weren't. I think, I mean, I just, I, I just think Jay Gruden had a terrible year. There was bad karma there. I don't yeah. I don't think he liked not getting an extension and I think he gave up on the team. Yep. But as long as they were going to keep paying him, you know, but he there wasn't and I get it. You can't do anything about Alex Smith. That's it's not their fault. They went in big on Alex Smith and he broke his fucking leg. 
I mean, what do you do? Right. right. And it, it has set them back. But at that time, they should have the decency and the um, self-respect and the self-awareness to say, that injury really fucked us. And it put us behind the eight ball, and we're blowing shit up now. And mm-hmm. we're not going to try to patch the dam with a bunch of Band-Aids and pretend we're a winning organization and we're just that close to becoming in the playoff. You are one of the worst franchises in the league. That injury really screwed you cap-wise, and it nece- and you got to get rid of Trent Williams now. And, you know, and I've heard that Bruce Allen has told him, you're not playing this year. You're going to be traded in January. Why the fuck did that make any sense? Right. Right? Um, Brandon Sheriff's, Sheriff's not going to sign anything, and who gives a fuck if he doesn't? If Trent Williams played five games, the Redskins would be 0-5. It's not like Donald Penn has been a huge drop-off. It's not like we could say, God damn, man, we'd be 3-2, and two, but if we got that fucking left tackle right there, you can't block anybody. Yeah, no. I mean, look, yeah. Jay and I, t- right. Jay, Jay said it. He's like, best-case scenario this year, if things fell our way, we might be 1-4. What's the fucking difference? Right. There's no Who difference. cares? You know? <laughs> and so at this point... But you're not in games. It's not like it's not like they're in games in the fourth quarter. No. Other than Philly. Right. Right? That, you know, the fucking Giants boat raced them. Oh, Giants at the end. crushed yes. them. You know, Dallas yes. was just crushing them at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's it's not like they're even in games. It's not like they're, they're losing on last mm-hmm. second field goals going, how can we lose these games? We're in every one of them. You play your young kids, you trade off pieces so you can develop for the future, and you yeah, go from there. I mean, you, you you really said it well in terms of, you know, I, I wouldn't go with a classic fire sale, but there's certain guys you can move at this deadline. When's the deadline? You got about two more weeks, something like that? I think so, yeah. You know, and you know, this is where you you don't dumb it down for Haskins. You don't need to because, like you said, he, he, know, he's, he knows how to throw a damn football. You dumb down the team as a whole. You keep it simple, run the ball, possess the ball, except when he throws picks, but that's all right. Um, you know, one player a check down, just do that. You'll be better than you are now, and then you'll have Haskins playing, and you see what you got. That, yep. That's that's yep. what I want to see. Um, yep. O'Con- you know, O'Connell's calling the plays now, so, you know, we all liked his, the, the idea of having him moving up, so he did, so we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, if, if it's true, like that, if it's true, that Bill Callahan said he said third string. That's what we, he said about we, we can't play this kid because he's just not ready at all. That means he can't fucking take a snap and hand the ball off. That means he can't get out of a huddle. That means he can't throw the ball to one fucking guy. That's bullshit. I I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so even funny. even the most ill prepared high picks that we've seen in 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 the last few years have some semblance of you know game plan getting them game plan ready and the ability to, like Jerry said, the basics, get out of the huddle, move the, move the ball down the field a little bit. You know, Can they make that throw? Probably not yet. Everything else. I think he's far better than quite a few quarterbacks that have already well, played. Hell, he might be better than Murray for crying out. Murray doesn't look very good so far. I mean, you guys. He's running around a lot. Yep. We're, at, we're acting like you have to be a fucking physicist to play quarterback. You don't. You really don't have to be Dude, that I fucking, fucking smart. said that. I said it's 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 fucking Madden on on Xbox for God's sake. Everybody knows everybody else's playbook. Nobody is inventing anything special or new. Haskins came from Ohio fucking state. Yes, I understand they had a great offensive line. He got time back there to sit there and throw the ball. Guy threw for a million fucking yards last year. He don't, can play quarterback even at the most basic level at the NFL. You know what you don't do with Dwayne Haskins? You don't do seven-step drops and make him do a bunch of fucking reads. Right. You do three-step drops, quick, boom, down. boom, boom. Put him yes. in Put him in a shotgun nine out of every ten that's snaps. That's fucking all you do. No, it, Seriously. Again, oh, that's part of keeping it simple. Don't make him take a damn snap. <laughs> why, why, is he like, un- you know? why in the Giants game when he came in, he was under center, and there was like two seconds left on the shot clock every time he, he hiked it. There is absolutely... It, it, they did everything right today except letting Bruce Allen talk because he's a fucking moron. And I thought it was great that he talked because he's, actually, he's well, actually slow. I mean, the, they were teeing <laughs> off on his ass. But in his, but, in his, but in his mind, he thought, like he still thinks he can come out and, and schmooze people. The media was pissed at him today. They were firing questions at him because the fans are pissed. He sounded like a, a congressman today. <laughs> like when he stands up damn, there and defends absolutely nothing. Yeah, and we, then, got a, we got a great damn culture. Really? Because <laughs> you're the laughing stock of well, the fucking we, NFL. I don't have the quote in front of me, but it was a great culture. One of the follow-ups was, well, what makes a great culture is we're winning football games. 
So that's the part we're not doing right. It's like. This okay. is the same guy that, that <laughs> got up on his pulpit and said, we're winning off the field a couple years ago. I think he I might mean, even said that today. Too, he's such a moron. Well, they are he's, winning off the field because it's all about fucking money. And as long as yeah, they make money, then, then they're going to do it their way. They don't give a shit about wins. I mean, they don't give a shit about wins. Clearly I mean, not. They would like to win. Don't get me wrong. They're not trying not to win. But at the end of the day, they're going to hire a bunch of syphicants mm-hmm. who just kiss their asses all the time. And if you give them any negative they, feedback, they fire you. They continue to believe that they're one of the top five you know, NFL franchises. Right. In reality, they're in one of the bottom five. And until they embrace the fact that they need, a, they need just a – you tried with Alex Smith, and I think that's the pinnacle point. You tried with him, and it was a good plan. It started off well. I think he probably would have been as successful with Jay the longer he played. Sure. And but it but when he broke his leg, that was it. And now you have to pay him every fucking year. Well, you you nailed it when you said the the, the scenario has set itself up for you to have a restart. Very often successful quote-unquote teams financially big brand teams get caught in that middle ground they get enticed by being seven and nine and going man we're a couple plays away from being nine and seven and getting that playoff game and making that run in the playoffs so they just sit there in mediocrity for a long time to some degree the skins did that for quite a while they were relevant enough yeah seriously they're relevant enough most years to be in the discussion 10 11 12 weeks into the season that's that's like the purgatory that you don't want to be in. They've been gifted for whatever strange, you know, uh, turn of events. They've been gifted the opportunity to do a full fire sale, reset, whatever you want to call it, and they will fuck it up royally. Here's the quote he did, which makes no sense. You know, the culture is actually pretty damn good. Last year at this time, we were in first place and doing well, so it was working pretty damn good. Unfortunately, our quarterback got injured. The pieces are here for a winning team. We have to put them in the right place. All right, I, I'll, I'll grant you you were in first place, but then your fucking quarterback got not just injured. It wasn't just it, it was a career-ending injury, and you guaranteed his salary. Yep. So from that moment, it was a breakup situation. That should have been... We not we are now three years behind because that injury has set us back three years because that's how long we have to pay him for, and we need to build for the future for that. But we are not a challenging team. We're not challenging for playoffs. We're not challenging for division titles. We're not a contender. This injury has crushed us, and we need to realize what we are now. And they refuse to do that. He Steve keeps talking about like he's got something to play for. No. You play Dwayne Haskins because that's all you have to play for. See if the kid's good. I'm not saying put him in situations like three-step drops. Dude, yeah. I'm, I, I'm telling you. Run a quarter. I mean, run a freaking slant, run a tight end over here, and run a check down and throw the ball to the fucking back every time. Run a, run, so run a spread college-style offense for fuck's sake. Other teams have done it in the I mean, past. Do you think yeah. Dwayne Haskins yeah. is in He started in the pros. He's not. Seriously. In, he's not incompetent to where he can't. Read two wide receivers and go to the one that's open, or tuck it and run, or throw the ball away. And to your point, the results are, are completely superfluous at this. Don't point. matter. It doesn't matter. So whether you have Keenum or McCoy and you lose twenty-one seventeen, or whether you have Haskins and you lose twenty-eight ten, it doesn't matter. So now what do you do? You don't play him at all because you're worried about his feelings. You're worried, about, right? Then you go in the off season not knowing if this kid can fucking play. You have the first, second, third pick in the draft. You're not going to draft a quarterback. They're going to trade down, Jerry. <laughs> you're not going to draft a quarterback, and you're going to go in with a with a quarterback who you don't know can play. But by not playing him, you're telling me you know he can't play. <laughs> by not playing him, you're admitting he sucks, and we made a mistake. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if they had a legitimate guy in front of him, I think there could be more of a debate. But they just don't. Amen. Case is hurt. They put in Colt. Again, this is what shows you <laughs> back from, I know I, I even hate to bring up Colt because it ain't his fault, but Jesus Christ, the week before, the reason Haskins had to come in was because I think Case was hurt bad enough. He couldn't even throw the ball. Every time he took right, a stride. He was in a boot. Yeah, he, he was hurt. He couldn't hit anybody. It's like, well, now we have to play Dwayne because Case is actually legitimately hurt. Colt just legitimately sucks. And he played the whole game. So to me, again, that's just more proof they're not ready to put him out there. Now, I'm really hoping that it just, you know, here's the biggest thing that stinks to me is 
the Dolphins are the perfect team to play him against. Amen. But if they're not ready to put him out there this week, what do you do? I mean, it's we got a few days. O'Connell can coach him up. You know what? Get him out there. What the fuck has he been doing for the past well, two months? I mean, has he not else, even yeah. looked at the goddamn playbook? It's not like you're talking about bringing some kid out of high school who hadn't played in two years. I mean, what's the movie? Necessary Roughness? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You're not bringing Scott Baluk or whatever his fucking name is in to play quarterback, dude. I mean, it's like uh, there's two reasons not to play him. One, you're playing meaningful games, mm-hmm. and he's not ready to We're, win. He's not ready to win. Right. Right? Um, okay, that's one. Two, like Jeremy said, you have somebody in front of him that's just simply better, and you're playing meaningful games, and, and he's really like an all-star. Better or healthier, yeah. whatever. Right. <laughs> None of those things exist. So really what you're saying is he's not even good enough to come in and get out of the huddle. But he's, we saw that he was. We he's, saw that he was. He's perfectly competent enough to run to run an offense at an NFL level. Now, it might be a very low NFL level. Who gives a shit? Look around the league. There's a bunch of offenses that run vanilla shit, and they have to pepper in your little you know, wide receiver screens, your little throwbacks, your little jet sweeps, just to keep the ball moving down the field. There's the, no reason we can't do that. The only reason you don't play him if as an organization is that you still believe you're playing for something this year. <laughs> Which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. That's the only reason you don't play him against the worst team in the league. And actually, I'll tell you another thing is let's just say Case is healthy the rest of the year. After this, he's ready to play. Great. You figure a few things out. The, the coaching staff does some stuff that Jay wasn't willing to do, and you end up 4 and 12. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? We're actually well, worse yeah. off at that Not point. Not only who gives a shit about the 4 and 12, it's you didn't develop your quarterback. Case isn't even here next year. I mean, he'll stay if they want to pay him, but he, both him and Colt are gone. You need it to be Haskins' team. And you know what? The Jets are running. What's, is it Luke Falk or whoever the fuck that asshole was in New York who played at Washington State before Minshew, I think? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's correct. They run him out there. He's a, he's a, I think you're better, Jerry. I mean, what the fuck? Oh, no, I don't want to be <laughs> well, I mean, I, Seriously. I think he gets about eight yards offense a game. I think, you know, you can just fall forward that many times. <laughs> I mean, we have seen Dwayne Haskins in the preseason. He can take a snap and throw the ball yeah. to Who somebody. saw it against the Giants. He just missed a couple plays that he probably gets with yes, no reps. But, but that's the whole point. What you don't Jerry's. get when you don't get yeah. any reps with the fucking ones. Yeah. Exactly reps, right. He makes that play. And when you don't get game reps, you really can't develop. Nobody ever developed on the practice well, yeah. field. You might learn a little bit. Yeah. I think you can develop on the practice field, but that's not what this team needs to be doing right now. No, I mean, what I are you going to do? Can. You're going to go 4-12 and 12 with Case Keenum? What the yeah. fuck does that give you? Exactly. No, it doesn't. Do you it gives you nothing. Yeah. You don't even know if this kid can play. Oh, so frustrating. So as we've <laughs> come full circle, <laughs> the psyche of this whole franchise is so backwards. I mean, it, it, hearing you guys talk through the scenarios and how bizarre the Bruce Allen press conference is and the decisions the coaching staff is making and everything else, they've essentially, like, mind-fucked themselves. <laughs> like, I think Jeremy's right. That's I, the only excuse. Yeah, I, I, seriously, I think Jeremy's right. I think they went from Haskins is going to be Griffin 2.0 and we're going to sell some jerseys and we're going to get some butts in the seats to, oh, shit, we're not going to be very good this year. Don't play him. Because h- how else do you go from the level of excitement from the brass. And I'm talking about the people that are the the issue here at the head of the snake. How can you be so high on the kid and now have every reason to play him and now they've recoiled and they're not going to play him? That's what I don't understand. Not shockingly, I'm going to shit all over Bruce and Dan again. (laughs) Um, That's the problem. If if the mandate was to play him and Jay didn't, and that's one of the reasons he got fired, and now the mandate is not to play him, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, why are they even – they shouldn't even be talking to anybody else in the organization. <laughs> I thought you just said they shouldn't even be breathing. It's like, wow, Jeremy. Jeremy's going to send a crew over there to I, choke them all out. <laughs> well, I might feel that way. I would never do that because someone might care about them. It's not me. Oh, but, it's a fucking mess. Because they don't Lord. give a shit about anybody, any of their fans. That's another thing. It's just, I mean – you can go another hour just talking about that. They oh just clearly God. don't care. Dude, the the the, the stadium views yeah. on Sunday were, were hysterical. Were oh my God. You would have thought 
if you were if you were tuning in as a third party observer, you would have thought this this game is in Foxborough. Yeah, Patriots got a new stadium. Huh, interesting. <laughs> wow, this new stadium's really shitty. Weird color. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'm done talking about the skins tonight. If you guys want to keep going, go for it. I would say I'm done talking about them. I think them. I'm going to stroke out. <laughs> I would say I'm them. done talking about them for the rest of the season, but I am a fan, and it just sucks. Yeah. Each so, one will bring something interesting. Exactly. So. You know, we'll, 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 you know, we'll analyze what they've done or haven't done. And the kinda... pieces are here for a winning team, Todd. <laughs> the culture's and damn and the good. The culture's oh. damn fine, but winning builds a good culture, and we can't win, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I would throw a full fucking beer at his face if I could. <laughs> I wouldn't, if, I could if I couldn't get in trouble. Only if it was free. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy one there and throw it in his face. Depending on who you're surrounded by, I'd, it might oh, be sure. I would take one of his Coors Lights and pour it in his face. Uh, what a disaster. Well, let's take, a, let's take a breath. Let's find the defibrillator <sighs> if there's one available. Let's uh, refresh our beverages because I am parched. Um, and let's get on to some better news. Let's talk a little about the Ravens. A Terps bounce back, albeit against a god-awful team. <laughs> Rutgers might be as bad as Howard, just throwing it out there. Um, it's pretty close. Um, and then, uh, you know, let's talk a little Nats and Caps. Cool. All right, cool. Take a break, and we will see you in part two, Wings, Beers, and Tears. And welcome back to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears. Cheers, gentlemen. It's good to take a deep breath. And turn our attention to something less depressing, <laughs> because that first segment was about as uh, spiraled out of control downward as it can get. I want to make a joke Jeff Schaefer would make, but I'm not going to make it. So. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty smart of you, Jeremy, because <laughs> I know exactly what joke you have in mind. Uh, but we are going to turn our attention to. We'll talk a little bit more football here before we turn our attention to our caps and our nats, and the sticking with pro football, uh, the Ravens. Uh, had a nice bounce back week this week after two straight losses. They took down their arch rivals, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, on the road right. in overtime. So game was a little too close for comfort. I'm actually still a tad worried about the Ravens, but because they're the Ravens, they were able to grind out an ugly win on the road and find a way to get it done because at the end of the day, wins and losses are everything when you're a decent or a good franchise, and they are a good franchise. So does this right the ship, Jerry? Does this give you a little bit more hope, or are you, are you uh, a little bit concerned? No, I mean, I'm, I'm still concerned. Uh, they don't seem to be clicking on offense like I thought they would. Agreed. Um, I think playing Miami is probably the worst thing they could could have done because it gave him a false sense of – it's like when a non-three-point shooter makes a three-pointer and then he you know he keeps on shooting because he thinks he's got, you know, got the skill. Um, but what I'm mostly concerned about is the defensive backfield. Jefferson, their DB, he's out for the season now. Yep. So that, that's just another injury. They, they could not afford an injury there, no. let so, alone one that drastic. And, uh, I mean – Mason Rudolph was having a decent day against that secondary until he got hurt, and so this is just going to open up another problem. And I don't know what they're going to do, who they're going to get, but uh, if I'm playing the Ravens this week, I'm throwing a lot. I was going to say, you know, drop back 40 times if you have to. I bet the skins would do that. Oh, fuck, I told myself I was going to talk about them. Hollywood Brown was limping around for most of the game. Yeah. My two comments, and I am going to bring up the Redskins again here, sort of, but... uh, for basically, it, the Steelers pulled a total Redskins move, <laughs> having their medical cart break down on the field, <laughs> so they couldn't even take poor Mason Rudolph off the field. The guy I, couldn't I, even stand up. I admit, I he laughed like, my yeah, ass off when yeah, I saw that. He was like white girl wasted, and he they couldn't even put him on a damn cart. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, that was very Redskins esque. I mean, they. <laughs> I, I hate to laugh, but they 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 took his helmet or they took his face mask yeah, off. Yeah, looked like a 1950s. Oh, it was so great, wasn't it? <laughs> was really when he stood up, he about fell back down. <laughs> looked yeah. like Jeremy after one of the fucking Caps playoff games. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's 100 percent right. So mine was self induced. Uh, I see it on the cruise too. Uh, poor um, guy. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm certainly not guy. laughing at him, no, but no, that no, whole no. scenario was it was so. I was like, like, where is the cart? Uh, can't they just give a ride off? Then they pan back and these six guys just pushing. It's like, oh like, it's like it's but there was like a shitsburg. Uh, one sitting fifty feet away. They just didn't think they needed to use it. As so, I like, saw that, I did think of you, Jerry, and I was like, right now you're like, and this is why I like to take a shit on your franchise. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. why I laugh at your fucking city, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
Your card is probably back from the seventies, like all your Super Bowl wins. Uh, yeah, yeah, good call. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was good. Two hundred pound guards smoking on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, so it was good to see the uh, good to see the Ravens get back into the win column, especially at the expense of the Steelers. Um, and uh, but. I did sort of feel like it wasn't a win. No, I, I the like same after thought. they won, it was yeah, like Jesus yeah. Christ, they barely beat these I, guys. I, I, I mean, the Steelers I, are bad. I had the same feeling. Now, part of me says in those rivalry games, it really doesn't matter. You know, the Steelers don't care. Well, they want to beat Baltimore. That's and, true. And their best effort is going to be there. You play somebody so much, yes, that yes. you can sort of you know what they're going to do. Correct. Right. But I'm with you. I think that <clears throat> what we thought was going to be a bit more dynamic offensively has been a tad dull. Here, here's the biggest concern as a Ravens fan is Lamar Jackson came out a week or two ago and said he hates running the ball. And the problem with that is when he doesn't run, he's not special. Right. When he doesn't run, he's an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if he's an average quarterback, they're an average offense. Mm-hmm. And they have an average defense. So, so here we are. They need yep. to have a commitment to the run with him running the ball. That's how they're going to win. They're not going to win with him throwing the ball. He's not good enough. So it's uh, the same old song and dance. Right, right. So another local team that uh, bounced back from uh, a couple disappointing defeats was was Maryland on the college level. Um, but again, I, I uh, similar to the Ravens, I'm I'm certainly glad they won. They won handily, forty eight to seven at Rutgers. The caveat there being it was Rutgers, who is. Awful. And they were down a coach, down a quarterback, and down one of their top two. And it was like 7-7 after the first quarter. But the Big Ten has some dreadful teams in it that Maryland can get some wins against. They can. I mean, Purdue is not good, not at all. But they're not dreadful. They're pretty pretty bad. And they're also very banged up. If you can't beat Purdue, you don't deserve to go to a bowl. I I agree with you. So they have teams that are beatable. It's not like this, the SEC, where you got Auburn, Florida, Alabama. Jerry, I agree with you. And the more wins they get, the more the, the closer they can smell a bowl game, which is what they desperately need, just for even the most basic six and six, if they can find a way to get in, it gives them a bowl game. It gives them something to play for. Amen. Helps the recruiting. The closer they can get to that six win mark or even seven, and they smell blood, the more they have a chance to be in a game against Michigan or Michigan State. And you laugh at me all you want because we threw up all over ourselves against Penn State. Not going to defend uh-huh. that Sorry. in any way, shape, or form. But well, Michigan you were the only one to predict they were going to lose. Yeah. But Michigan and Iowa this past week, two top uh, twenty teams well, with a combined four hundred yards of offense, it, ten to three. It what was a fucking one of, joke. Yeah, it that's, was one of the worst games I've awful, ever watched. Awful. That, and that's the kind. I was just going to bring up Michigan. I was going to say, hey, you might laugh at me, and hell, they might lose fifty-two to nothing. But I don't think Michigan can do that to Maryland. And so Maryland can score their twenty points. They might even have a shot in the fourth quarter. Here's the problem with Maryland. When they get up to a named team with a pedigree, they give up. They gave up against Penn State. That's you can't argue otherwise. They, I, I, they I don't, gave up. You know what? I don't think you can argue against that because is Penn State yeah. better? Yes, they're not fifty-nine to nothing better. The, There's no, no fucking that's way. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Maryland didn't know what to do, and that's what's so. The thing is, it's not just the players; it's the coaches, and that's what's frustrating. I mean, completely yeah, agree, Jeremy. Locke said it. He said, "You know, watch that first play or first turnover." It was the exact same play they ran the first play against Rutgers. Only difference was they didn't have a linebacker drop and, and make the pick. The same play was open to the same player and it went 80 yards against Rutgers. Now, okay, so maybe it was 59-7. I don't know. But, I mean, it's like they, how do you not recover, though? They got punched in the mouth and then just kept getting punched in the mouth. And, and the so fact like, that they on, didn't guys. recover, that's what I didn't see coming. Yes, I predicted they would lose, but just not in that fashion, especially at home. Yeah. Um, being mentally weak is something that you can overcome through repetition, through time, through experience, and that kind of thing. As a coaching staff, I'm with Jeremy. That's what I was most disturbed about. It wasn't necessarily locks. There's there's a lot of veteran coaches on that staff that have been in big conferences and big environments, and they all look like it it was too much for them. That was a that was a bit concerning. I agree. And to your point. They're going to have a game at Ohio State. They're going to have a game at home against Michigan. They're going to have a game on the road at Michigan State. They're going to have to react a hell of a lot better. Well, Ohio State is leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else in the Big Ten. Yes, they are. I mean, they yes, they're going they to boat race everybody. No, they're going to. No, they're going to. They're going to destroy everyone. Um, but Maryland's got to get to Purdue. They got to get Purdue. They and then they get Indiana at home. They get Indiana. I mean, and Illinois. Yeah. 
right? I mean, I mean those are those are winnable. You games. have to win those games. You do. You and do. If they do, they'll be in a bowl. Yep. That's simple. Yep. So lot lots of pressure mounts each week. Uh, the Temple loss is looming larger and larger. The Penn State loss was large in that we got embarrassed. It was just so disappointing. It was so disappointing. The Temple loss <clears throat> just fucking sticks in my crawl right now because I'm like, this sucks. This sucks. How can we lose this game well, in this yeah, fashion? Especially after you go beat Syracuse. I don't think anybody would have been that upset with 2-1 and one start, but after the 2-0 and o start, you're like, well, okay, maybe we lose, but we lose 38-35. It's not even you know? a 2-0 and o start. If they had beaten Howard and, and Syracuse by, by field goals, yeah. right? it was the way they beat them. It was like, oh, my God. This team is this this offense is revolutionary. I mean, this is this is like Oklahoma, right? You know, like like well, Loxley, you even said you were like that. A track meet is great for them. Yeah, this is you know? this is they, they Loxley has become the Oklahoma now type thing where you know you may lose fifty to forty five, but goddamn, you're going to score forty five. You know, and then and I think did, that's what yeah, left yeah. us all kind of and dumbfounded. We, and I watched yeah. Penn State the week before against Buffalo, and they won, but it was like, well, they struggled today. Well, and, 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 and the even pit game too. The pit game was the like pit 20 game was, pit like game was hor- horrific. Well, even this past week, Penn State got out twenty eight nothing on Purdue, and then won twenty eight to seven or twenty eight ten. I think they made it thirty five to seven or something. Okay. But it was it was not it was twenty eight nothing like on the start of the first second quarter ended up thirty five seven or something along the yeah. lines. Yeah, so, again, Purdue didn't give up. To your point, Maryland did give up, and that is concerning. Um, now, Absolutely. We, they got we a did, rebound now. Well, and we did say at the time, this loss only defines you if you allow it. If you, if you go back and look at the game film and go, boys, <laughs> rip off the Band-Aid. we got to watch this together, and collectively, we all fucking failed. Let's go. They have athletes. They've got guys that can score, obviously. Um, they may have done that. I mean, they certainly came out and played better, so. Yeah, yeah. No, they rebounded on the road again. It was a terrible team. I don't know how much to make of it, but it's a third win. And for a program that is building and, and just trying to put a disastrous season behind them, you just want to you just want to get to the bowl win. You get just want to get to the bowl win. Positive, positive energy, extra practice time, absolutely. Yep. So oh. real quick before we get back to the pros and talk about the Nats and Caps, I actually watched a little bit of your WVU Texas game. They didn't give up. They did not give up at all. I actually. If I'm a WVU fan, I was encouraged by that performance. And again, it's easy for me to say that, for, you know, looking in. But I, I know how to watch football. I know what I'm looking at. You can't they, miss two field goals and throw four interceptions. Correct. You just but, can't do but it. But they weren't outclassed in terms of talent on the field and in terms I li- of. I like know. the coach. I think mm-hmm. he. I think they played hard for him, and he's a he's a good coach. He's just going to take some while to. They they have no business being in the Big Twelve. They're an right. ACC you, team. Right. We've talked about this. You know, yes. And they're never going to get the athletes to keep up with those guys. Sure. So it's always. It a, must be a shock though, because the coach actually seems like a decent guy. Oh yeah, he's not a scumbag, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which is a nice change from the past. There was a kid who died in West Virginia playing high school football, and that guy was down at the high school like the next day. That's all class. So Cheers to that guy, man. That's good it's, shit. It's goodwill for that stuff, you know. It's good like, shit, man. Cheers. Holgerson never would have done that. Well, he wouldn't have known about it. He, well, he, just, he, he would have been at the casino until 3 a.m. Yeah, he, well, he had absolutely no interest in, in that state. This no. guy is a little bit more grounded. So. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Well, so you know, but they, they're still a 12-point dog to Iowa State, who's nothing special. So it's going to be a long year. But Well, we talked about get, it, but yeah. it's better. I think it's already better than you thought it was going to be. I think you guys are more competitive. Well, more they're, wins. They're, more, they're more organized than I thought they would okay. be. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, again, I didn't really watch them, but I've sort of followed the scores and I mean, Ohio, or sorry, Iowa State. That's your play. Iowa State is not good. I know, but they're a twelve-point twelve favorite. I don't really and, and, Western, at, and in Morgantown, I, it's in Morgantown. I'll, they're twelve-point dogs. I bet that all day. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Well, I was surprised because that was the Texas. <laughs> you say with somebody else's money. Yeah, yeah Jerry, will give you a hundred for that. That was the Texas line. <laughs> so that was. I was surprised. Maybe it's trying. They're trying to get suckers. And it'll go down to six or seven. But right. Right. Do the old Kevin Sheehan smell test on that one. <laughs> See how everybody's betting. Something's very wrong with that line, in my opinion. Very wrong. Yeah, it's weird. Well, they want action, like Jerry said. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move into a quick recap of our caps. So last week, we did our preview show, uh, gave our predictions, ran down the roster, talked about all the odds and ends. Well, now they got on the ice, opened up the season, and the gauntlet that is this October schedule started off with a bang. On the road against St. Louis, there they were down two nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, no shocker. Jerry had already thrown his phone a few times. <laughs> I did he, not. He t- I turned it off though. Uh, but you, what? Real I quick, turned it off you, after the other team scores their first goal. Can you clarify this text? 
The Caps go down 2 nothing. At this point, the Caps had six shots on goal and four scoring chances. St. Louis had two shots on goal and two scoring chances, and they both went in. And you texted the word buzzsaw. What the fuck does that mean? That means when you're playing a banner-dropping game, the first period is always a fucking buzzsaw. Like, we beat Boston 7 nothing. Like you're just so you, were you expecting us to just get rolled at that point? Yeah, like seven nothing. Gotcha. Because I got to tell you, from about the eight minute mark on, from the first period through the entire second period, they dominated. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah, they fucking dominated. They were so much better. Which is why my text was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It won't be the last time. Uh, I love it. I love it. Amen to that. <laughs> no, but seriously, and in the third period of that game, all I was thinking was. Don't drop a point on the road. At least get a point. Because I was like, we are completely dominating this game. Yet, I could just envision this last second goal from St. Louis. And sure enough, O'Reilly got, got in behind the D with like less than two minutes left. And Hopey just fucking stoned him. It was so great. And the same with the Flyers. The fly, the Cats were the better team. And I think Trotz even said that. Oh, you mean the Islanders? I mean yeah. the Islanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the Caps are, the, are better than we are right mm-hmm. now. And, and I think even though it was 1-1... You know, they, they were sort of controlling things. I thought so, too. And I, I was pleased with how they played. And against the Canes, I was pleased with how they played for two periods, and I think they just ran out of gas. They were worn out. Hey, thanks, NHL. Back-to-back, yeah. you know, three but games in four days to start the season. Here's my comment on, on the <laughs> – Jeremy couldn't look more disgusted. Three home openers in a row. Good job, assholes. <laughs> here's, here's my comment on the Canes. Rod Brendamore is a really good fucking coach. He's a really good coach. And I don't know what goes on in the Caps power play against the Canes, but the Canes look like they play with 12 fucking dudes. So, Brendan Moore's really smart. He, to me, he plays to his personnel as well as any coach right now in the NHL. Some of the great coaches in the NHL that we talk about, Babcock is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Um, who else would you put up there right now? You know, uh, Trotz, you know. Yeah, Trotz will do it. I actually, even though I hate the guy, Sullivan does a decent job. Yeah, he does. He does. But they play very systematically. Brendan Moore adjusts to what he's got. And what he's got is a shit ton of youth, great skaters, and they are willing to do anything to get playing time. So he's got guys dying to play on the PK. He's got guys going, I'll be your best back checker. Just give me extra time. Hit, fight, shoot, score, whatever. Correct. And it was interesting because they played Tampa last night. They held Tampa without a shot on goal the entire second period. Mm. They held the Tampa Bay fucking lightning without a shot on goal for an entire period. I, I don't know if there was a ton of special teams. I don't know how they did it, but they're they're going to be a pain in the ass. Did they you know? beat Tampa? I have no idea. I believe I believe so. I'm doing a fantasy draft. Uh, I'm they, fairly they certain Tampa's game. dropped a couple already. But that they lost to Florida the night before four three. Well, I mean, it just I mean I the Caps were in control. I thought they were going to be. I thought they were three nothing, but then they they called one of the goals back. But in the second period, you could just Jer- Jeremy enjoyed that call. <laughs> you could just you could just sort of, like, as long as they call it that way all season, it's fine. They just won't you could just it, see so the momentum shifting. Yeah, right. But they got a point. Mm-hmm. Right. Canes won four three in OT last night. Yeah, that, there it is. Yeah, so but, the Canes did win. But it, it it's just like. Watching the power play, it's like, didn't we learn anything? I mean, they are in your face all the time. Most power plays, you know, you get the puck in, you get set up. Nick Backstrom holds it for 15 fucking seconds, mm-hmm. and I want to pull my hair out. John Carlson sucks on the power play now. I don't know what's going on with him. But against the Canes, <laughs> you can't even get it in. I mean, they can't even get it past the mid. So our power play is not great right now. And Kuzi I know it's is a big miss there. Kuzi is a big factor there. But, <clears throat> Jeremy, please correct me if I'm completely off base here. I've been saying... Since last year, I wanted us to play a little bit quicker, a little bit with more pace. And that doesn't mean just skate around like a chicken with your head cut off, but just push the pace a little bit. South, at least, yeah. Exactly. I think on the power play, Forsyth is brilliant when they are set up correctly. Sometimes to get set up correctly, you have to abandon the plan and you have to push the pace a little bit because you have an extra skater. And I think they are so reticent to either carry in, and I'm not saying just dump it blindly, mm-hmm. but... On the power play, they abandoned the F1, F2, F3 mentality, and I think it's costing them some time because it's taking them longer to set up. Once they get set up, they're fine, but it's taking them longer to they get had, there. They had the same problem last year in the playoffs. I, and that's what I Even mean. Even with Kuzi. This, Kuzi, looks, like he, a, this yeah. looks like a continuation. Because he was trying to skate through the whole fucking 
You know, they, they have like a they have a line of like six dudes, it looks like, on the line. And just, it is too many men, but I think they did. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like no, no, six no, dudes, not right, right. six dudes. No, I, Dipshit. I, I, <laughs> I, I do get jokes there. Um, no, but I, I, I think you're right, and I, I actually think he was trying that a little bit because he knows he doesn't have koozie. You know, that's why panic's out there is to, right. it's a little more, uh, you know, just pre, you know, pressure to get in the zone. Mm-hmm. And I think, what's it? Panic's been kind of a disappointment. I mean, he hadn't done much yet, but he's he's not played three goddamn games. I know what Alan May said. (laughs) He's on one PP and he's on the second on the third line right now with your boy. So I mean, that's probably part of the reason. Alan May Um, was not happy with Panic in the preseason, and he's not impressed with him now. And I heard it from his mouth. And what Alan May says is fucking gospel. He hadn't done shit yet. I agree with that. Um, I preseason, I didn't really pay enough attention, but. I, I do think that when I, I, Kuzi's the key, he's the key to this team going a long way this year. And if that means is that they had him skating third line center, um, but if that means he's, you know, with panic or it's LA down there, as much as I don't hate Stevenson, he's not a third line center. So no, that's no, going to help panic yeah. out right there. Travis Boyd has been excommunicated. Well, they waived him, but he, he's in Hershey, so he cleared waivers. Fuck. Why Which is he? Why isn't he on the Caps though? And Stevenson cut his ass. Fuck it. I don't know. I'm gonna get a Chandler by, Stevenson jersey. By, well, yeah. well, well, <laughs> by doing by doing all the shuffling that they did, they are completely under the cap. They're perfectly fine with Kuzi slotted in. I mean, I have to admit. <clears throat> what did I say? Whatever McClellan wants to do, and, tru- and McClellan, I trust. So yep. uh, he knows fucking more about it than I do. I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you too. And I think that's. I I don't know if you want to call it a guess or hope or whatever the fuck, but. I think that they they thought they would lose Stevenson if they put him on waivers. Now, obviously, some of us don't care, but I think that they did what they could do to keep the roster intact. They put Juice down when everyone's on waivers, and and he's had a little bit higher contract than most guys, and everybody's only got cap trouble, so they hit him that way. My honest guess, and I told Todd this earlier, you know, and it's it's probably doesn't mean anything, but. I they maybe didn't want Boyd to play because they said, you know what, he's been playing really well. He'll look good. Oh, you know, somebody will pick him up if he goes out there plays well and we put him on waivers. We're not going to play. We're not going to play him. We'll, we'll wave him. Everybody will say, oh, we haven't even played yet. Who cares? Don't pick him up. You know, and I think that they orchestrated this perfectly. So actually, LeBron did, did, had a nice article in the Athletic about early season waivers, and he's like, it's one of those unwritten rules. You don't you don't wave third and fourth liners and they're untouchable. But the teams that do claim somebody in those first 10 to 12 games, it's kind of a dick move. And you, you don't really blacklist yourself, but you're way down the list come trade time. So he said there's a lot of teams with legit NHLers that you see going back and forth for paper transaction purposes to work the money the right way. And he said most teams, unless they go, hey, we had a rash of injuries, fuck you, I'm picking up that third line cool. guy because I have to get him. And, and then they ha- almost have like a justification. Aside from that... Uh, GMs are very reticent to pick up somebody else's, you know, bottom six guy kind of right like now. Not doing offer sheets, things like that. I, exactly. It's kind of like it's the old boys club, and they're like, we don't want to go down this road, you know. Right. So it, it right. you know, very interesting. Which is why I think a guy like McClellan's like, look, we have a lot of these guys sitting right around a mill, and while they aren't waiver exempt, I think we're safe, especially the first couple weeks as we kind of, you know, get into the flow of everything. So who do they have this week? Dallas play Dallas, Dallas tomorrow. Tomorrow, and then they're on the road at. Jeremy's got the schedule right here. We've got props and stuff. And by the way, Dallas is zero and three, yeah. which I hate That's because just now they're going to come because like they're an early field. season favorite yeah. to come out of the West. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. fuck. Home yeah. stars Tuesday at Preds Thursday at Shoot. Stars Saturday. Jesus Christ! I know. Oh, no, their schedule. Know. That's what we were talking about last. Their I schedule. Know. I know. Is so brutal. so as, as as bad as the third period was the other night. And it could have been fatigue, could have been score effects, could have been the fact that Carolina is just a pain in the ass and they don't go away or any of the combination. They got five out of six points to start the season with two of those games being on the road, yeah. home openers for the opposing. Playoff team. Right. Carolina was buzzing, and Hopi's the one that made some miraculous saves. I, think, I mean, Carolina By the way, earns, earns respect, man. Those, dude, those guys are good. Hopi's a stud, man. He's good. Still don't want to pay him 10 mil, but he's a, yeah. he's a well, stud. I mean, well, our possible replacement, uh, Samsonov still is not, sorry. Oh, dude. Samsonov has not given up a goal off of an opponent's stick yet, which is nice. Dude, yeah. how good is he? He's good. Oh, shit. His hair is terrible, but he's good. <laughs> it's hockey well, player he's hair. Russian. He's Russian. <laughs> he, seriously, he's Euro hockey. Of course, his hair is awful. 
You know who is not, and this might be blasphemy in, in cap circles. You know who I don't think has been very good so far is Backstrom. He's old. <laughs> He, he's he's not a dynamic player, but a lot of the stuff that I love to laud him for, he doesn't look like he's being very physical at all to me right now, and that's part of his game. He's one of the most physical guys without laying a big check. He he uses his body so well. He looks extremely soft on the puck at to me right now. At some point, Father Time catches up with yeah. all of us. Yeah, or maybe. maybe he just doesn't yeah. feel like the need to well, self-preservation a little bit. Yeah, I haven't seen him do much yet. But I don't know how much he's needed to do. Again, right now the lines are off. You know what? The, you know the guy who I was looking at to you know, be maybe the best player on the team aside from Ovi, and well, because you know he's got a lot of talent here. Wilson hasn't done dick either. That's only three yeah, he's games. Done shit. But <clears throat> on the flip side, Verona uh, is buzzing. Verana. Holy <laughs> shit, that guy, dude! Every time he's out there, I'm like, yep. he is the best player on the yeah, ice. Well, here's a, here's my hope, right? With Verona. And with Kuzi coming back with something to prove, hopefully he comes back with something to prove. Now you have some guys on different lines who can, yep. no matter who's on the ice, they're dangerous. Yep. Well, when, when you slot in a guy like Kuzi, what you do is you have more pliability in your roster within a game, depending on special teams, depending on what's going on. Kuzi can play all up and down the middle. I don't think he gives a shit if he's on the first line or fourth line. When, that, when he's on the puck, he wants to possess the puck, and he wants to score, yeah. and when he doesn't have it, he wants to go get it. You, you can know? almost put him, like, maybe that's why they're thinking about the third line, you can almost put him with a couple of lesser skill guys, yep. and he'll make them good. Take, you know, take the two guys with speed, Panic and, and Haglin, and play him with Kuzi. Kuzi will give him a damn puck. So you know that might be, or you slot in Stevenson. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do that because fucking Haglin will never shoot the puck. Neither will Car- Carlson. Refuses to. Well, that's fine. You know, you just the fuck don't they shoot the puck, man? You hit Haglin in the skates on the way to the net. I was going to say Haglin's going to get more goals off of his shin pad, off yeah. of his butt. You know, just kind of going to the crease with speed. Well, it's so funny because I was actually on the phone with my dad earlier, and he he basically was like, "Panic doesn't do anything," and who's and Haglin? He's like, "He doesn't do anything." <laughs> No, but seriously, and this is why I I actually, I think it's funny that we make fun of Stevenson because you hate him so much, but this is why he's he's almost a a non-starter for me in terms of a conversation because it doesn't fucking matter. And when when Kempney comes back, he might get waved then. Exactly. He's a dime a dozen. When is he coming back? I thought he was out one game. I think he went non-contact the first, or sorry, he went contact for the first time today, I think is what I heard. I I would slow play it with him right now. I would not rush anything. The kid looks really good. Fairvary? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he went back I, down. I can't say his name. Fairvary, I think is how Jay Fairvary. Okay, so who's who are the pairings coming to tomorrow? They got Lewington playing with Gudas tomorrow night. Yeah. Who's another he's, Hershey guy. And he's like a fighter too, yeah. isn't he? Well, he'll kick yeah. somebody's ass. Yeah. He and and he's only what? Dangerous. He's only like twenty two? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if I got that on the list, but he's yeah. definitely a young kid. Um, uh, all right, Nats. Well, it was one one last I saw. They they had bases loaded and couldn't couldn't get a second run across. That but. sucks. It is the top of the fourth, one one, and so that is how we will we will wrap up this week's podcast. Is we don't know what's going to happen right now with the Nats. It's one one in the fourth. They are playing for their lives tonight. But you know what? Win or lose, and this is such a loser mentality. But win or lose, it's so nice to have a team in the playoffs playing a relevant home game. You it's know, the, now it's the middle of the fourth with a one one. Oh, there you go. There you go. So and they had to pull uh, Hill. So Hills are there. Uh, Dodger so, starters already out. So this is the time if they're going to win. Here's a series right here. The next two or three innings, they got to get some runs. They yep. got to beat up the, the bullpen. Yep, they have to. I mean, their season's on the line right now. How many games this year did they play that they put up like eight runs in the last three innings? So many times. But so here's the thing. This is what killed the Caps all or Caps the Nats all year. The fucking bullpen and the bullpen's killing them in this series. You can't win the way they play because last night they're up two, they're up a couple runs, and they put Corbin in the game because they don't have any confidence in their fucking bullpen. Now their middle and, relief has been yeah, and he comes in, the biggest he gets, eyesore. He gets shelled. Yep, and they yeah. should have left Sanchez in, but the, that's not really the fucking issue. The issue is is you don't have a middle middle reliever you can put in the game. So what are they gonna do tonight? Let's say sure, let's say up there three one in the seventh. You're putting Strasburg in because you don't have a fucking reliever. You can't. I mean, you can put Fernando or whatever Rodney in. No, he's right. gonna get shelled. Suero's gonna get swe- shelled. So then, if you win, 
Who do you play? Who do you right. pitch next well, week? That's why it was almost to me a blessing in disguise that Corbin got shelled because I think, and I'd have to go back and look, but I probably won't. I think he was <laughs> one pitch away from getting out of it. He was. There was uh, all that damage. Two, 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 two yeah. outs. Yeah. You know, only giving up one run or whatever. But it, you know, it happened to him in game one. It happened to him in game three. They got to pitch their their B bullpen guys are really probably C because they the bullpen just blows. There's nothing else you can say about it. But. Well, Suero, Swe- you can't pitch. Strickland has the most homers in like the history of the playoffs or something. I don't know. He gets no, crushed. I, I don't think you're exaggerating. I think you're right. They made and that was before he gave up two home runs last night or whatever. Right, he gets a home run every so, time he pitches. In the yeah, playoffs. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm honestly quietly confident about them winning Game Five. I just don't know if they're going to win the night. <laughs> yeah, they might. I mean. Because you, Reg- you get Strasburg in Game yeah, 5. Yeah, regardless of what happens, they're down 2-1, but they put their, they have Scherzer and Strasburg. So right. if they lose, at least they're yeah. going down with their well, guys. It's not, like, right, right. it's not like it's a Davey Martinez problem where now you have to pitch Todd Benedict in Game 5 because you've blown everybody. Here's our my or Joe Ross. full circle shitting on the Redskins again. They have a situation. They have no idea what the fuck to do about it. The Nats know they have bullpen issues, and they do everything they possibly can to make it work. And they made the playoffs, and they have a chance to win a series still. Yep, with cool. a part of the, a partial bowl of shit to deal with. Here's the thing about the fucking Redskins. <laughs> Let's come full <laughs> circle and wrap this shit up, because goddamn. Here, here, here's my last comment on it <laughs> for tonight. All these morons are saying shit about you need to sit Haskins because look, they sat Mahomes. Mahomes, look at the fucking team he inherited. Right, it was a good team. And he had weapons all over the fucking place. And he was learning from a healthy Alex Smith. Right, in an he had a better coach. A juggernaut. Right, he had a better coach. What's what's he going to learn from fucking Keenum and McCoy? You don't fucking not play somebody because you're worried about their psyche. Yeah. If he's that fragile, he's not going to make it anyway. Right. And I can't believe he doesn't want to play. I can't believe he's not going, Coach, I'm not ready, and his dad's calling the coach like a high school kid, I'm going to go play my son. I can't imagine he's not doing that. He's probably like, fuck this, I'm ready to go. I think he can learn play. Those guys know what they're doing. They just can't actually do it on the field. But, again, when does he learn? He plays. You get look at the film, when you played, when you fucked up, and you don't do it the next time. And these idiots on the internet are saying, well, just let him practice with the first team, but don't. Why the fuck? Well, how the, how's, the, yeah, how's the starter <laughs> going to get reps? Have you, are you even thinking about the sweetheart? All right, here's a positive in this whole situation. As dysfunctional as the decision makers are there that have claimed now that he's third string somehow, it's only Monday. Do you know how many trips to and from the water cooler Colt McCoy and Case Keenum have to make this week? What are the chances they just slip and fall and they are just physically unable to play? Fairly high. I don't wish any injury. I didn't say I was wishing anything. I'm saying it's not their fucking fault, but. No, I mean, but look at the reality of the situation. If I'm Cole Cole McCoy, in, if I'm, Cole McCoy out of, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge, dude. I'm like, no my, my shoulder and my back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My neck, my back, my neck my and my neck back. And my back. <laughs> you know, but I mean, those two assholes can't stay healthy. I mean, uh, well, you let's know. Put a, let's pour a 40 on the curve for my boy Jay Gruden. <clears throat> let's do it. He's going down to the Bahamas, and he's going to coach with his brother and have I fun. Drink one with him. Good for him. And seriously, good dude. Just his record spoke for itself. It was he 14 games under 500 after five plus and years. I'm, I'm so. praying the Redskins didn't leak the photos like they did with Scott <laughs> McLuhan of Jay Gruden smoking weed. Yeah. But so how, they could fire him with calls and not pay him a salary. He looked like he was 10 years younger. Why would those <laughs> photos come out now? Because Bruce, Dan. That's it hot. is the same thing to McLuhan. <sighs> yeah. The no, it's, it's complete bullshit. I'm just Rocking saying, mafia. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but that's highly fucking suspicious. The timing of that. Remains. You know what? I will accuse them of being morons. Well, they're morons, but yeah. that's 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 vindictive maliceness. That's just yeah. that is way <laughs> personal, man. To try uh, to not only fire a guy, is but then try try to slander malice? him. Huh? Is vindictive maliceness a legal yeah. term? <laughs> to, to slander <laughs> him on the way that out is. so you can <laughs> save a couple bucks. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? So you can look good. Uh, Everybody thinks you're a jackass yeah. already, Bruce. Trust me, Bruce. You don't look good. It don't matter. Baghdad Bruce. Baghdad Bruce. Baghdad Bruce. You know what? That's not PC, but I like it. Well, hey, cheers to another week of sports. Go Nats. Let's finish uh, this game off tonight. Give us a reason to stay up late on Wednesday because I think they get the day off tomorrow for travel if they win. Um, They they don't play out in L.A. tomorrow. 
God, Jesus Christ. Hey, man. Come on, man. Are you even thinking about this stuff? Hey, man, look at the fucking cap schedule. <laughs> Anything is possible, right? Yeah. Uh, play, play twice in one night. Nah, so anyway, let's... Uh, let, let, let's regroup next week. Let's see where the uh, the, the the Redskins have spiraled and taken us <laughs> psychologically. Go Dolphins! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so zero and sixteen. Here we come. That would be the best case scenario. Uh, so please follow us. Uh, you know, subscribe. Wings, beers, and tears on Google Play, on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, feel free to hit us up on Twitter oh, yeah. at Wings Beers Tears. Uh, follow us on Twitter. See what we are uh, talking about and retweeting from the local media and all the uh, the sports that uh, make us go, you know, m- make us tick every week. Not sure I know how to actually respond, but I'll try. <laughs> Do your best, Jeremy. Just respond kindly. <laughs> Until next week. Peace out. See you. See you guys.